Hey everyone, this is Lil, and you're listening to Lil on Life. You're tuned in to the practice segment. And if you're here, thanks for making it along. I think it can be easier to know something and think we're doing it, but actually doing the practice and staying in the practice and continuing it is how we do it. So I think it's really cool that you all showed up. And I think part of the reason this feels really important right now is that if you remember Team Apple and Team Mango's days, that was just one bad day. It wasn't a 10 on the worst day ever scale. And if it was, then that is a really huge amount of privilege because thinking broadly about that day, there is somebody out there that would likely imagine that being their best day. So having that perspective can also help bring us back to an awareness of ourselves and our privileges, whatever those are, because if we're if we're alive and doing it, that's that's one step forward and sometimes taking one day at a time is a great thing. So remembering that right now there are so many more pressures on us and there's a lot of helplessness that comes out of that. So whether those are economic conditions, whether it's the state of the world, whether it's worrying about what you're going to make for dinner, whether it's a big P problem or a little P problem, it's still things we get focused in on. And when there are things outside of our control within that, which a lot of things are, we can lean into the helplessness of it rather than focusing on the things within our control. And I think sometimes that's also noticing the small steps we can take to empower ourselves to get there. Because sometimes we set really big, lofty, aspirational goals about where we should be, and how fast we should get there. And then we're on this hamster wheel of something and we never get there. And that can also create frustration, but we are missing the small steps in between and the small moments for joy and celebration and whatever your word of that is. I like delight as well. Delight is a special word to me. So for me, it's just noticing those moments and creating them. Because I think sometimes we can wait for them to happen a bit passively and small acts of kindness and small moments of gratitude are doable. And so that's part of what we're gonna focus on in this practice today. And it's gonna start with a bit of a reflection where I'm gonna invite you to think about maybe like a two out of 10 problem It's something on your mind, but that's probably not really that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. It's maybe something that's bothering you about today, but tomorrow you're not going to think about how you spilled that coffee. You're going to have moved on from that. So maybe something that's like that, that's just there and taking up a bit more space rent-free in your mind. And once you've got it, I want you to pause and just reflect on what you were believing was happening in that moment. What was going on for you? What were you feeling? What were the physical sensations in your body at that time? 
what you might realize there or what happens for me when I sit in a practice like that is I see how there was a need for me that wasn't being nourished or fulfilled. And it's about finding opportunities to nourish those in a way that is within my control, rather than trying to impact where my efforts won't go as far or are too big for this particular moment. So just pausing a little bit to see where you are and what's going on for you in that moment. Because once you get there, it can sometimes give us understanding as to what's creating that frustration. And I think that's kind of cool. So if I had a Team Apple day, I definitely wouldn't be thinking about it the next day. I, I think I probably would have already moved on. But part of the reason that that moment feels bad is that there feels to be some kind of an injustice or just a an expectation of how something's going to go that maybe isn't met or something that creates frustration. And when we look at it like that, I think we can be a bit more objective about what it is that's happening for us. So I, I can kind of do that and not judge myself about, you know, is that a rational reaction to have? And also it's not about rushing myself out of just get over it. It's, you know, so inconsequential. It's not about any of those. It's just about hearing and understanding what might be at the root of that. Pausing to really reflect on something we're thinking about and what our state was noticing how it feels in our bodies and how and why we may be reacting those ways can help us validate those thoughts because when we can look at them outside of ourselves and even imagine a friend's voice saying the same thing you're saying to yourself back to you that self-compassion that being a friend to yourself can really allow us to move out of self-judgment because let's face it if you're anything like me your inner voice is the meanest person ever to yourself <laughs> and would never behave that way to anybody else and you know even as somebody who talks about this stuff it's not like I'm living it all the time I'm working towards living it as much as I can by being aware of it and intentional about it but it's not about it being perfect and it's not about doing it all the time it's actually maybe more about just the noticing that it's happening and then it's about that kindness to yourself that follows and that curiosity about yourself I think sometimes what we do is we just move past something really quickly and try to move out of states and feelings that feel uncomfortable for us but we dismiss important information. And often something we do is we try to fix other people's problems as we perceive them, whether they perceive them as problems or not, but things we may perceive as people's problems or legitimately being consumed with helping other people. And sometimes we forget to put ourselves on our own list and take care of our own needs and spend the time hearing ourselves and validating ourselves through hard moments. So the practice is, I'm going to invite you to bring up that two out of 10 experience that's sitting in you right now. And what I want you to do is write out the details of the story as you've told yourself. 
And some people like to type. For me to do this kind of work, I need to write it. Other people may prefer to just create audio notes to themselves. I think that it's whatever works for you, but having a way to download and kind of hear back your thoughts is really quite important. And I think this podcast is proof of concept for me because I have a complicated relationship with my voice where I, I do like it in a weird way, but I mostly hate it. <laughs> and editing and hearing yourself back is kind of like my nightmare. But the one good thing is that I started listening to podcasts to help me sleep. I think I've shared this before, but it was almost always true crime. I admittedly am part of that demographic. I, true crime podcasts, I get it. And now I can actually fall asleep to my own podcast, which is a testament to me to how torturous it is to hear my own voice. But at least I'm hearing this voice instead of the more difficult or challenging narratives that sometimes show up and keep me up at night. So it's it's kind of funny, I guess. But what it's created for me is an opportunity to diarize in some way a bit of my processing and I guess invite all of you along on that journey with me. So thanks for being along. And it's funny because when I do hear some of them back, I'm curious about certain things within myself and and I can offer myself kindness and compassion in some of the harder stories as well. And I think that's really cool to do. And so in this practice, when you're writing it out, and when I say that, apply it to however it works for you to capture it. It could also be an imagery, so whatever works. And just take a moment to strike out any of the interpretations that you may have added. So again, really sitting in and reflecting on what it is you're feeling, what you were thinking, what you might have needed, what might have been going on to influence your, your thoughts and your feelings at that time. And what's happening in your body because knowing that can help us have a better connection between our minds and our bodies and understand how we can move forward in a way that nourishes them as best as possible so i am working on my thirst as i shared and that is something that i'm learning to listen to my body from and so take that moment and i'm going to summarize that a bit more succinctly but wanted to almost walk you through the experience of what that reflection could look like. And what I'm inviting you to do is recall a time that or something that you've been sitting with something at a two out of 10 that you're kind of ready to, to have, make some peace with. And write out the details of the situation as you're telling them in the story in your own mind. And from there, delete, strike out, remove anything that you added on to the interpretation based on what was happening in your mind and your body and what you were believing in that moment and leave only the observable objective facts of the situation and i know that's kind of nuanced and hard to say so things you can see hear touch feel like things that happened outside of the space between our two ears so as best as your memory will allow. Once you've removed all of those things, read that story back and notice if you can show up with a different interpretation of what happened. 
So take a moment to reflect on that. What other things came up that might have been true? And what can you release in that and or validate within yourself to focus on what you can keep doing within your control? To finding those small moments where we can empower ourselves to take action in a way that serves us, even if it is just making sure you get enough water in a day. And the nice thing about this is it gets easier the more you do it. So even as I shared, I'm not always the best at doing it myself, but the more I notice it, the more I can lean into changing it. I can see how much of a shift it has in me being more connected to how I best show up for myself, which also allows me to give myself permission to do that. This is something that you can do anytime you need to. So, and the more you do it, the easier it gets. And the more intuitive it becomes. So keep doing it and just take it one step at a time and celebrate every small moment that you do it. And every time that you do something a little bit different than you would have previously, celebrate those moments because we build big shifts and can get back to feeling empowered and strong within ourselves when we spend the time giving ourselves what we need to the best of our abilities and leaning into things within our control to combat feelings of helplessness. Because over time, those can become repeated patterns and can affect our well-being negatively in the long run. So thanks for being along the journey and for participating in the practice. This is Lil, and you're listening to Lil on Life. If you're enjoying this podcast, please like, follow, and leave a five-star review. If you'd like to reach out, you can get me on my Gmail at lilonlifepod at gmail.com. That's lil with one L, onlifepod at gmail.com. Or on my socials, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, at lilonlifepod. Lil on Life Podcast is produced by Brando & Co. Brandon is a photographer, director, and podcast producer. You can see some of his creations on Instagram at Brandon Allen. Get in touch to see how you can collaborate. Opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and may not reflect those of my employers. If you or someone you know is in danger, please dial 911. If you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, call or text 988. Support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That number again is 988. Lil on Life is a big B and little L collaboration. I love data and I talk about evidence-informed practice, so I think this is something that resonates here. So one of the things I've seen is that the story segments and the practice segments seem to be the ones most enjoyed by listeners, which I think is really cool. And I'm always trying to take that feedback to create something with everyone who's interacting with the podcast. I think for me, that's part of what gives me a sense of community in a way that makes me excited about doing a solo podcast. And again, I, I'm really hopeful and I'm starting to figure out how to hopefully be able to have guests soon because that's also a space I'd love to explore and have always talked about from the beginning. But it's just really cool and I wanted to share that for my fellow data appreciators and would love to hear from you what you thought about it. Unless you didn't like it, then you can keep those opinions to yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would love to hear all feedback with respect and kindness. See you soon.